Thank you for listening to this podcast. I am creating this in order to help you with your interview blog assignment. I know that you may have some questions about it, so I just wanted to give you a couple of examples about what I'm looking for and help you uh, think about some of the different tests and how they might apply to your lives more concretely. Through this podcast, you'll learn a little bit more about me as well as what I expect for this assignment. Excuse me. So the first thing that you have to do is choose which of the interview, um, sorry, which of the personality tests that you want to take, the Myers-Briggs, the Enneagram, or the DISC. So just to give you a little insight into what each of these are, I will give you an overview of these now. The Myers-Briggs is probably one of your most common um, personality tests out there. If you visit the ILC, they have a learning styles assessment, which follows along with this. If you have um, participated in many personality profiles, this is probably one that you're going to see. It is the letters like ENTJ, ISFP, um, and any combination of those letters. Um, The most common indicator of Myers-Briggs that people are aware of is the difference between introversion and extroversion, but it's a lot more complicated than that as there are 16 different types and not just two, so you can discover more. The second option is the Enneagram test. If you are in a um, spiritual community or if you've been through a lot of counseling, you may be familiar with the Enneagram test. There are nine different types of the Enneagram, and this test has been along around since um, the Middle Ages. It's um, based kind of in mysticism. It has some astrology as part of its background and has been applied in a lot of different contexts. This is probably the most complicated of the three tests that you can take. It can be difficult to figure out what type you are. In fact, I've taken probably five different Enneagram tests and finally I think I am um, settling down on being a type three. However, um, it can be difficult and we're often resistant to believing that our type is the one that we learn about. So it is very interesting and there are lots of books that you can read about it. So if you're curious, I encourage you to try that. The DISC personality test is probably the simplest one of the three choices. It is most commonly applied to the workplace. So if you're curious about your workplace personality, this would be a good one to go with. It's basically uh, based in task orientation as well as, sorry, let me get my little thing out. Sorry, task versus people focus and active versus reflective and is just four different combinations um, that you can be. So um, figuring out your DISC profile will give you some insight into why you make choices at work and sometimes in your personal life as well. So that should help you get started on which of the tests you can take. If you want to pause here and go take one of the tests, you may pick up and pick up where you left off. So, after you complete the test, I want you to look at the materials that are along with your personality. You may want to do some research about your particular type that you received and just kind of figure out if it feels right to you. These are self-reporting tests, so we often answer questions the way we want them to be than completely honestly, and so sometimes the results are a little less than accurate, but often they're pretty close. So um, hopefully you'll find one that fits you.
Then I want you to find someone else that you can discuss your results with and would be willing to take one of the tests as well so you can compare and contrast and see the differences between yourself and another person. It's possible that they may have the exact same personality as you, but likely there'll be some differences in how that plays out in your life. And so that conversation should deepen and make your understanding of the course material more meaningful. Then you're going to either write your blog post or record your video or even a podcast like this one to upload to um, the blog. And remember that that blog is going to be public for the rest of the class. So you want to think about the way that you're conveying that information to the rest of the class. So you're going to answer each of the questions here um, on the assignment sheet. The first one, what test did you take and what were the results? Do you agree with them? Why or why not? So you would just say, you know, I took the Myers-Briggs test. I am an ENTJ. This means that I am extroverted, intuitive, thinking, and judging, which does not mean judgmental. Uh, I do agree with these results because I see them play out in my life on a regular basis. I have become more introverted over time, but I get energy from being around other people. So if I am feeling like down in the dumps or a little sad being around someone else or um, reaching out and talking to someone usually lifts my spirits. That's my E part. My um, N and S are very, very close together. So sometimes it's hard to figure out which one I am. That is kind of the difference between being big picture versus um, detail-oriented. My thinking used to be one of my strongest, but I've also softened a little bit in that. But I would say I agree with being a T because just yesterday my husband said to me, I'm so glad that you're not sensitive, (laughs) and we laughed about that. And then J was my highest letter in the Myers-Briggs, which means that I really like predictability and structure. Uh, It helps me in my life to have routines. I live off of to-do lists. My calendar is my Bible. I mean, this uh, part of my personality really helps me to be controlling and um, keep things in order. So that is number one for Myers-Briggs. Who did I interview and why did I choose this person? Well, let's just say that I interviewed my husband and I chose him because I think he knows me the best and I was curious to see what kind of conversation might come out of comparing our personalities. When I was interviewing uh, my husband, we talked about number three, some of our strengths and weaknesses. And so I'll move on to the Enneagram here. So as an Enneagram three, the achiever, some of my strengths are that I get stuff done. I uh, am very motivated. I have a lot of energy and I um, enjoy doing that. My weaknesses in this are that sometimes it's hard for me to tell how I really feel because when I get strong emotions, I often overcompensate with busyness in order to not have to feel my feelings. So how this plays out in our relationship is that sometimes I will try to control him uh, or kind of be demanding of him uh, if we're in a stressful situation, which is not always um, the most effective. He, on the other hand, is an... I-N-T-P, and uh, he is also an Enneagram 9, which means that he really likes peace. 
He is never in a hurry and he does not like conflict. And so in our marriage, we have very little conflict, which is great. Uh, but sometimes I wonder if um, he will actually tell me if something's wrong. He has proven me time and again that he does and he will tell me when something's wrong, but I have had to grow to trust that he will. And as an Enneagram 3, one of my other weaknesses is that sometimes I'm not always honest. So I sometimes question him because I know that I wouldn't be honest, but he's not the same as me. And so um, he is honest. (laughs) So uh, that has um, been a learning experience for me to understand that I can trust him. And then uh, the next question is, what is one new thing you've learned about yourself or the other person in this process that you thought was interesting or worth remembering? So I'll move on to the disc for this one. Uh, For the disc, I am a DC, which for me, that means that I am highly task-oriented, not people-oriented. And so I kind of constantly fight this battle of um, should I care more about being present in the moment, having fun, being around people. And um, so one of the things I'm just working on is noticing that when I feel that tension of what I should be and what I am and trying to figure out if um, I need to or should adjust. So for example, is it okay for me to choose to work uh, instead of playing with my daughter? Um, Sometimes the answer is yes, and sometimes the answer is no, but understanding that if left to my own devices, I would probably choose work over play, that I need to be more aware of making proactive choices to spend time with her. So what's one thing I can do to improve my communication in light of what I've learned? Be specific. Um, I am going to take time each day in the morning to reflect on ways that I have been productive and felt successful and ways that I feel like I've missed out on opportunities to connect with others um, out of my desire to achieve. And so I'm just going to try to be honest with myself about those noticings and take it from there. So my first step is just to start to recognize where I'm making those choices and how they impact my relationships. So that's really what I'm looking for in your papers, blogs, videos, and hopefully hearing a little bit about my story um, will help you in creating yours. Uh, Please email me if you have questions. I look forward to reading your assignments.